play back it's all been done before and if you could only let it be you would see i like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one-on-one -on -one, but you've become somebody else around everyone else you're watching your back like you can't relax you're trying to be cool you look like a fool to me tell me why do you have to go and make things so complicated i see the way you're acting like you're somebody else gets me frustrated life's like this you you fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honestly you promised me i'm never gonna find you fake it no 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 Hey guys, how is it going? So that was uh, that was that was a kind of a shuffle of the intro songs that I'm playing. Actually, <laughs> the songs that I sing, the songs that I kind of play around with, because uh, guess what? I'm doing it. I'm like uh, I'm just sitting here like an all rounder, you know, a jack of all, master of none, basically. Uh, yeah, that was the title that my uh, literally. That's the title that I got at home was growing up as well. Jack of all, master of none. You know, the thing is, is to just get into everything because I have such a curious mind. I just want to know everything that's happening around. And I'm still like that, you know. I'm still like that. I'm just kind of, even with this podcast, I kind of sing my own intro song, okay. I record it myself. I uh, I think about the content that I'm going to speak on. I edit it. I don't really edit it, but I kind of have to put things together, right? And then I go and upload it and publish it. So it's like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's fun, you know, it's a good experience altogether. But at the same time, you know, it's like, hey, man, I haven't changed since I was a kid, you know, basically. Hey, so how you guys doing? Happy New Year to everybody. This is Mo Colasso and it's uh it's 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 it's, it's a Sunday. Uh it's a Sunday and uh, I think it's uh it's the 12th day of this year basically. And it's exactly 7:05 p.m. That is 7 basically 7 p.m. this Sunday evening and uh, uh, it's the second week of the new year pretty uh, pretty cool how warm it is it is really hot in uh, in around this place and I started liking winters basically that's what I'm gonna say which I never said ever in my life you know it at this point in time it's like literally a two jacket or a thick jacket kind of uh, you know, uh, thing outside that you have to wear it and go. Otherwise, you're going to just kind of freeze or uh, get bitten by the by uh, by the winds or by the cold, basically. But it's so warm that, hey, man, I love it. I love winters from today, from now onwards. So uh, how did your New Year's go? Like, how is it till now? I hope it's uh, really good because with what's happening, of course, uh, uh, with global issues, it's not really good. But I hope you in your personal space are really 
okay and doing good uh, basically uh, this is Merle Classo and uh, I'm excited about uh, you know I'm always excited about uh, doing the show and that's why I do it you know the time that I feel like hey man I'm tired I'll just give it up you know um, so I was thinking you know I actually uh, I did watch a few uh, like uh, I, I, I actually watched the repeat of uh, the the ball dropping at in New York that happens like it's been happening since 1907 basically so uh it's more than 100 years old um and uh it's a practice you know where just a ball drops from uh from the top and that's how everybody brings in in New York or people who travel to New York just to see that event happening uh like uh, for people from all over the world actually literally just come to that to to that place to really you know bring in the new year so my question is you know if it's happening since 1907 like aren't we really bored with the same thing happening every year I believe it didn't happen in 1942 and 1943 because it is I think there was happening at that time and um uh, those ceremonies were basically suspended during that point in time. But since 1907, it's been happening like every year, the same thing, the same ball that drops down uh, at 11.59 uh, to bring in the new year. So uh, so my question is like, you know, hey, man, aren't we tired about uh, doing the same thing every year? Like, uh, I'm sure New Yorkers are really fed up with uh, this entire event because it just gets uh, too messy and too crowded or whatever. I don't know how New Yorkers really feel about it. But as a person, you know, I just feel that it's doing the same thing. And I think we need to be bold or just change the way uh, that New Year's really broadened because at least change the size of the, uh, if it's why do you have to drop a ball, you know, just drop a, drop a triangle or something or change change the look of the, thing that you drop you know or change something like even when you're watching television the same host you know forever they've been hosting uh the new year's event like for years performers are the same you know so it's, i don't know whether it's me because i get bored really easily like literally like you know i even i get bored with what i do really easy you have to keep changing things that i do basically uh so that it doesn't really look too routine because i'll get bored of what i'm doing myself you know so you know, I think we need to change the way uh, New York really brings in the new year because you have so many people from all over the world really traveling. So change it up, man. Like at least change it like every two years. You can't have it like from 1907 to today, the same thing happening. And even for so many years, you have the same host kind of uh, presenting those uh, those events, those huge events and same performers performing it. Change it. Yeah, come on, you know, bring something new so that uh, uh, we all get to see... Uh, uh, there's something new happening and it's not the same old thing, you know, because um, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. It's boring. Right. So um, I was actually I watched the Golden Globes and uh, I wanted to kind of uh, and since I watch a lot of comedy as well, um, I didn't watch the entire Golden Globes, basically. So I've watched little highlights because um, I. I Although I don't really believe in these awards or whatever, but, you know, I had a few things like I'd watch The Joker and that's a movie. It's been a long, long time since I really liked a movie. I've watched many movies of the past because most of them are all those, uh, the Captain America, the Marvel movies that you call them, right? You call them the Marvel movies, like, you know, uh, characters that I 
can't identify with basically or uh uh captain america or what what are the other characters i can't remember thor or whatever those characters are and aquaman you know the guy who goes in water and fights uh, fights people so uh, those characters are something that i can never i've never really identified with you know uh and uh, it's been a long time since some some uh, a movie like the joker really came uh and uh although it's something that really doesn't happen on a daily basis but that's something you know which gives you a very different perspective about how people really um what people really go through and so i was very keen that you know uh uh joker really uh the movie actually takes those awards and uh, so i just watched the highlights and um <laughs> and i was watching ricky gervais i mean his powerful like literally the guy is amazing you know uh his powerful uh you know what what he called the opening right that's what he called it right the opening of the entire he hosted he hosted the and i think it's the last time that he's ever hosting it he's been telling it forever like every time he comes and hosts the Glo- golden globes he says it's the last time because the guy takes risk you know imagine just imagine you know going to an event hosting an event and then telling the people telling the audience right in front of you that this is this is the bullshit that you'll do you know kind of uh telling them the truth about what they really do like the jeffrey uh epstein's uh, joke was like hilarious and then he just you know he just he just went the, out there and took that risk and just told the audience who they are what they are and what they do right there on their face there was no backstabbing at all you know that really needs you know uh, that really needs guts you can't do that and the, and then also you laugh at all the truth that he's kind of uh, said of course those are jokes but there's always some reality or some background to every joke you know it's not it's not 100% it's not a 100% joke you know there's some reality to it so uh brilliant i mean ricky jervais was like killed it at the golden globes and believe me like i always say ask a foreigner to do something you know if you want if you want an out of the box perspective towards any uh to any kind of issue to any kind of current events because they'll not give you they'll not give you what uh what you want to listen you know he didn't come out talking about the administration or he didn't come out talking about uh politics you know he kind of went there and slammed his own audience which needs a lot of guts it took takes a lot of risk taking you know which this guy did and you'll only get it from a foreigner because he has nothing to lose you know he has nothing to lose at all he's just out there speaking his mind and uh, there are no there are no favorites uh, he doesn't have any favorites there are no biases because he didn't grow up with he didn't grow up with any one of them you know he didn't grow up in the place that you're talking about so he you know it's it's there's a lot of freedom when a foreigner talks as compared to someone who's locally you know who has those kind of uh, a lot of baggage uh, so that's what i really like about um, a ricky jervais and that's why i say ask a foreigner like you know look at look at look at look at <laughs> look at this look at this okay let me just kind of relate or connect this with uh let me try try to prove what i'm trying to like give me give you some kind of instances or tell you how the ask a foreigner thing is is a reality i'm not saying something just to kind of uh, say it you know look at what's happening in 
the royal house, okay, in in UK, right? Uh, a guy who was always called a prince. Like, imagine we are in 2020 right now, and you're calling someone a king. You're calling someone a prince. Like, you're putting a uh, uh, before your name. There's there's a prince. So before your name, there's a king. Like 2020. Hey man, we don't need to really be calling anybody uh, prince and king in today's world. But what happened in the royal kingdom right now? As we as we talk, okay, a guy who has a prince in front of his name, Prince Harry, basically doesn't have a job, and it's it's the truth. He's not working. You know, he uh, the the basic royal uh, work that they do is uh, uh, is they get they they're paid by taxpayers' money, and uh, they they don't have a job like an everyday job like most of the regular people have in Britain. You know, so uh, that was something that came out. And then uh, and then and then he gets married. OK, he gets married to a foreigner like that. He's a, who's an American who goes, travels to the United Kingdom, gets married to her and then gives gives him and lets him and let him know, you know, she's a foreigner. She's come from from out of the box box perspective. She gives it to Prince Harry, telling him that Harry Hey, man, you know, I think uh, you need to stand on your own feet. You need to be financially, financially independent, you know. Uh, she opens up the guy's eyes and tells him that, hey, you know, uh, let's uh, become financially independent because, you know, living on taxpayers' money is not what we really do. And uh, she opened his eyes and that's the decision. So you need four now. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm saying this because it's none of my business. It's really none of my business to interfere into someone else's family life. But hey, when it, when it involves taxpayers' money, money, I'm basically talking about the public. You know, I'm, I'm talking on behalf for the people or as, as the person, you know, from uh, looking at the whole thing. So imagine even Prince Harry needed a foreigner to really come and tell him that, hey, man, this thing is not right. The king, 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 the queen, the princess, the thing is not really right. You need to be financially independent and do something for yourself, right? So that's what I mean when I say ask a foreigner. Really ask a foreigner if you want a, an out-of-the-box perspective. And that's what happened, whether it's, uh, whether it's the Golden Globes, uh, Ricky Gervais doing it, or the Royal Kingdom, where Meghan Markle had to make it very clear to Prince Harry. Like, hey, man, you know, kind of thing. Some people don't really like it, but that's what's really happening. Uh, that's what really happened. And I'm sure, you know, right now, as we speak, everybody's singing the song. Like, you know, uh, which is a Backstreet, uh, Backstreet Boy song. Um, you are my fire, the one <laughs> desire, believe. When I say I want it that way, but we are two worlds apart, worlds apart, can't reach to your heart. 
when you say that I want it that way. Tell me why. This is uh, this is uh, the Queen singing. Tell me why and nothing but a heartache. Tell me why and nothing but a mistake. Tell me why and I never wanted to hear you say yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that way. There's a queen singing, you know, kind of thing. Hey man, Prince, Prince Harry, don't go away. But hey, you know, all he had to do is marry a foreigner. And that foreigner told him exactly what is right for him. I don't know whether it's right or wrong, but I take it as a perspective. And I was always about the royal thing. I never understood royalty base. I never, I will never understand royalty. I will never understand the prince, king, kingdom, uh, palace. Uh, I'll never understand those words ever in my life. So whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, change my mind, man. Change my mind. Just tell me. If I'm wrong, please write to me at uh, just a nobody podcast at gmail.com and tell me why I'm wrong. You know, I need to understand it. And maybe I'll just change my mind. Uh, right. So tell me why and nothing but a headache. No, heartache. Tell me why and nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never wanted here. You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that way. My God, singing is tough. It's hard. It's hard. Singing is really hard. You know, the best part about Ricky Gervais thinking about his comedy, I kind of like how, uh, you know, where every comedian today is basically, uh, uh, you know, talking about politics, basically, and the politics in the current world that we live in, it's a parody. So, uh, so basically, uh, making a parody or, you know, uh, of parody, it really doesn't work because it's already a joke, like, right? So, Politics is already a joke. So making a joke out of another joke, it really doesn't, you know, it doesn't really work. It's never going to work. So having, you know, uh, uh, having all your jokes based on politics, at least in today's world that we live in, where you have nothing on the fringes, everything is mainstream. The joke is basically, jokes are mainstream. So you don't really touch those jokes at all, because it just won't work. And um, that's what's happening. And I hope SNL is listening, because it's a lot of uh, SNL, everybody else, you know, most, I mean, most of the, uh, most of the comedians today who talk about politics, uh, you can't make a joke out out of a joke, you know, you need to think kind of uh, beyond that. That's what I feel. Anyways, Joaquim, Joaquim Phoenix. Did I, did I say it correctly? Joaquim, Joaquim. See, imagine, just imagine your name is J-O-A-Q-U-I-M. Okay, that's the spelling of a name. And then I go to, uh, I kind of actually Googled it out to check what is the pronunciation, even before, like, since I wanted to talk about it today. And um, I had to kind of, uh, kind of practice saying the name. And I'm, I'm kind of now saying it. it's like Wakima Phoenix. Like, how can J-O-A change to 
Wow. And how can Q-U-I-M? Okay, Q-U-I-M, Kim, U-I-M is fine. You can have the Kim thing. But how can J-O-A be pronounced as wah? No, yeah. No, this is like, it's torturing me, you know, because it's not, it's not logical. It's just not logical. It just doesn't fall well. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll tell you why I was practicing his name is because I was really uh, thrilled that he really, I don't care about the awards. I actually don't care about the awards, but hey, man, he got the Best Actors Award. And since I like the movie so much, I was really thrilled about him uh, getting it Uh, because the guy actually, uh, you know, if you look at, you look at uh, Wakima Phoenix, uh, the guy is not as thin as his Joker character. And then I kind of, uh, kind of uh, tried to locate. I think he almost dropped about twenty five to thirty kgs uh, for this role. That's about that's about fifty pounds, I think. Yeah, for this role, which is brilliant. Imagine dropping twenty five kgs to really fit in the character, and he really was perfect, you know, for the Joker. But uh, yeah, and uh, I was thrilled that he really won this award. Hope he gets the Oscars. Um, that's what I feel. He, he must get it because it's the only movie. Basically, you know, I would never really watch a movie that is sold on the shoulders of very, 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 very famous people like Joaquim Phoenix. Uh, he was a guy I never really heard of. You know, I went to see, when I went to see the movie, I just saw the trailer and I said, yeah, there's something that I want to watch because, um, I like watching villain kind of movies um, more than the... I like watching villains when they play main characters as compared to playing, looking at, you know, those chocolate chocolate uh, boys and girls kind of, kind of characters. So I kind of like the trailer and I didn't know who the guy is. Believe me, I didn't research nothing. I just went and watched the movie and after I came back, I wanted to know who this guy was because he was so good. And then I came to know that he was born in Puerto Rico. Rico. He was there, I think, for about 15 years of his life. And that's where I get it. You know, he has a different perspective. And that's how he gets his acting from. Um, As compared to, you know, watching an Irishman, which is sold basically everybody who I asked, like, how's the Irishman? Hey, you know, they were uh, three great actors. Yeah, okay, they were three great actors. But I'm not going to watch a movie because there were three great actors. There are three great actors in the in the movie. I'm going to watch a movie because I kind of uh, like the story and like the way it is kind of shot, etc. And when I watched the trailer of The Irishman, I didn't like it. So I didn't really go and watch it in three hours. No way. I'm not going to do that. Talking about movies, maybe the movie that I want to watch now based on the trailer, I watch, uh, you know, I do watch the trailers and then make a decision. I don't watch a movie if you tell me to watch it. No way that I'm going to watch it. You know, I kind of want to make my own decision. I think I want to watch The Two Popes. That's something that I want to watch because uh, Anthony Hopkins, I love the guy. Uh, That's one reason. Besides that, you know, uh, the movie is based on, it's very current. It's something that happened a few years back. And it's something that I can, um, it's something that I can kind of relate to. It's very current. It's not uh, too historical. It's very current, something that I can relate to. And then, uh, you know, especially in this point in time where uh, both the popes, when it went from Pope Benedict to Pope Francis, now, uh, 
the movie is uh, pl- plays out the personalities of both the popes which are very different like pope francis is very different from pope benedict uh and uh, i think it plays around that which i want to see i want to see those two perspectives like how it plays around and i love anthony hopkins who's playing pope benedict and then i like one quote which is uh, which is in the uh, which is in the movie it says that the most important qualification for any leader you know it's 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 a scene wherein uh, pope benedict is trying to convince uh, pope francis to take up the leadership position because he wants to step down but pope francis is very reluctant you know the guy he's saying no like you know i'm not the correct person you need a you need someone who's political and i'm not that kind of person uh if you resign he tells pope benedict you know that's anthony hopkins that if you resign if you step down it's not going to be a right thing you know uh, people will take it uh, incorrectly etc and then there's this quote that really you know that is said that the narrator says that the most important qualification of any leader is not wanting to be a leader which is brilliant you know i think leaders are made like that leaders are made by not who leaders are not leaders who want to be leaders but they become a leader you know and that is a qualification that required and that's what the movie surrounded pope francis did not want to really take up this position you know he didn't want to be a leader but he was given this role because you know so uh, it's a pretty convincing trailer i must say that and uh, because of that reason i want to kind of uh, watch the two popes maybe i'll watch that I watch that for sure. So this is the queen singing. Tell me why and singing to uh Prince Harry. You are my fire, the one <laughs> desire believe when I say that I want it that way but we are two worlds apart can't reach to your heart when you say that i want it that way sorry queen that's not gonna happen in your way sorry queen that's not gonna happen in your way prince harry i'm never gonna hear you say yeah 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 i want it that way yeah 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 <laughs> Oh my god there's so many things like it's the 12th day of the new year apart from uh everything uh, of course it's not going as per plan <laughs> even for me in my personal whatever uh, personal uh personal life basically you know it's still getting on but even global issues like you know everything like we just start the new year with the uh, crazy things especially with the uh, with the events uh, in the middle east I mean it's crazy what's happening like imagine you know you have um a bad leader a so-called bad leader in Iran who gets who gets bombed and killed by the United States by the United States by the actions you know by the US 
and then the whole world kind of is shocked not only iran is shocked but the whole world is kind of like you know how did this really happen you know that a leader there who was a part of the demonstration he just kind of gets killed fine he was a bad guy that's what they say but no one knows and and no one knows how this decision was really taken you know based on what okay so he dies immediately tit for tat reaction iran fires 10 to 12 missiles uh because the guy died because the the the, the leader whoever that person is he dies suleiman right suleimani uh so he dies uh and then iran fires 10 to 12 missiles into iraq now iraq had nothing to do with this entire uh this entire decision or whatever happened you know but 10 to 12 missiles were fired into iraq so now how many countries are involved you have us you have iraq and you have iran involved in this okay thank god those 10 and 12 missiles didn't really kill anybody in iraq so everything was safe no human lives lost but in 3 hours a plane came down and all of us thought it was a mist it was kind of a it's not a it's not it's just a coincidence that uh, while the missiles were fired that the plane fell down due to technical error and then uh, and then we realized that the plane did not fall down because of some technical issues but it happened because what because uh, because uh, uh, due to a mistake by iran right that was really sad the worst thing that really happened and then we come to know that everyone like all 176 people who were being carried or transported who were flying that aircraft all of them died and who were they basically uh students who were returning back from their winter break you know after their winter break to really go back to school so there were science engineering students young kids you know there were newly weds on that plane there were many children who were on that plane um and not only that there were people from different nationalities you had 82 iranians you had 63 canadian uh, ukrainians 63 canadians 11 ukrainians 10 swedes 4 afghan afghanis you had 3 germans and 3 brits who were flying british uh, brits who were really flying on that aircraft imagine so these events are really tragic and after that um so it all started with the death of one man who was supposedly uh planning an attack and who was a bad guy okay he dies so you initially you had and it was between us and iran and then iraq was involved something they were bombed there and then you had ukraine involved you had canada you had canada involved you had sweden involved you have afghan involved you had germany involved you have british involved so you have 10 nations that get involved in one entire incident so just imagine that how connected we are in the world that whatever happens in one part of the world can affect all of us you know at one time that's how interconnected we are and so these nationalist agenda that you know nation first or these protectionist um kind of agendas which is you know we are not going to sell into the uh, we we would we would only think about uh you know making profits inside it's not going to really it's not going to really last it's not going to it's not going to it's not it's it's a bad idea because our airspace is open 
right now our trade we do trade with each other our internet is open where we know what's happening anywhere in the world by just kind of hooking on to the internet okay our airspace is open that is people from all over the world are kind of using our airspace okay we're doing trade with each other financial markets are open which is global again people travel across borders people who are not born in one country live in another country altogether um climate change is a global problem it's not because of one country is because of all of us the way we are living uh migration is rampant it's increasing um and we all live in a free world you know the world is an open market we live in a global world so we need to be more as global citizens than you know being of a particular nation that's what i believe it is you know because look at look at this one incident which started uh which started in iran it took everybody like it started between iran and the us and then it got everyone in the loop people from all over the world actually got involved with one incident so basically you know thinking as uh, thinking as a nation as our nationalities or people of a particular race of a particular religion a culture is not going to get us anywhere we're just going to get into more and more trouble and that's what that's what not, is not really good and uh, it's sad with what really happened and the worst part is you know when you kind of shoot down a plane and just say sorry that was a mistake because i'm sorry sorry does not make a dead man alive and it's a really bad way to kind of uh you know um kind of uh, just get out uh, uh say sorry and just get out of the situation that's not going to make anybody all those 176 people are not going to come back to life if you said sorry and i hate sorry it's like you know i fucking hate sorries i just hate anybody telling me a sorry first and foremost you shouldn't have made that mistake Okay you made that mistake you made that mix- mistake second time third time you keep making you'll keep making that mistake because that's all never going to change you know sometimes character doesn't really change and um i hate sorries because sorry does not mean make a dead man alive and now i usually say that you know but in this case sorry literally won't make those 176 people who have died literally come back to life and which is really really sad hope all those guys uh rest in peace and uh present thoughts to their families you know really lost them which is a really sad thing to happen but anyways um uh and then you know um uh, it's sad that uh, many iranians are forced uh, Uh, are forced to kind of uh, uh Iranians not living in Iran that is you know Iranian Americans or Iranians uh living in other parts of the world they're forced to kind of you know uh give their opinion about what they feel about and i don't think that you should we should be asking them you know you don't need to ask Iranians they are not answerable to what's happening in Iran the people of Iran are the best people uh, on the in the world you can't blame them for what's happening or question them for what's happening they're not answerable to you so don't please ask them ever about what they think about what's happening they, guess what they don't they uh, uh no one knows what's happening you know behind the scenes 
all these decisions are really made behind the scenes without asking people about uh without asking people before making a decision and therefore it's not really right you know to really ask the people because they are uh, Iranians or what they feel about what's happening uh, in their country i don't think it's, a, it's i think it's a sad thing to do really anyways um just it, that that was that was really that was a really sad thing that happened about the flight coming down and 176 people just kind of dying in one shot which is really sad another tragic event that um uh which has still continued from um which is still like going on for about 8 to 10 days now um <clears throat> the fires in australia which is really tragic the number of photos that are coming 2000 homes destroyed 100 fires are still burning which is really sad i think they really need desperately need rainfall because that's the only way thanks to the firefighters you know who are really fighting there uh because that's one really difficult job to do uh so kudos you know to those uh, firefighters who are really fighting there but I thought there were just 500 I mean there were 500 million animals who were di- who died that who have died and now it's been like a billion the numbers have reached a billion animals who have died in those fires which is really sad and the photos that are coming from you know showing these animals like literally you can see their pink skin like red skin their fur is all gone and you can see red skin you know burnt skin which is really sad i mean tragic and the best part is you know they don't even know that these are fires they don't know what it is they were, like all these animals they were still clinging clinging to the trees thinking that everything will be okay but no you know that's a sad part and that's the difference between humans and animals like human beings would run because they understand you know there's a mind that this is fire we need to run but and we we'll, we'll get help firefighters on the way they're going to help us but animals don't really think that way you know they'll still cling to the tree thinking that everything's going to be okay because they don't know what's this you know that is blazing through them a billion animals dead which is really really sad uh so hope you know uh, they get really they get rain um they get a good rainfall and the firefighters are able to one firefighter's already died with a small baby i believe who doesn't even really know what death is and that her father's gone maybe she'll realize it a little later in life which is really sad um so uh These are two tragic stories actually that started off we started off the new year with and hope you know everything uh, kind of settles down and uh, you know sometimes what happens is you know things start off like literally uh crazy and then it's kind of uh, gets better maybe that's that's in store for us that's what i think and you know trying to be positive maybe that's what uh, but prayers for australia and prayers for all those people you know from all over the world who lost their lives in the tragic plane crash uh that happened in iran so um on that note yes that's all that i want to talk about uh today uh don't forget if you have any questions if you want if you want an out of the box perspective on anything and believe me you know i had to travel to different parts of the world to get the out of the bo- box perspective about my work about what i do because i like that 
And that's why I'm in a different country from where I was born because I like that ask a foreigner perspective, you know? And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I tell people that if you really want an out-of-the-box box perspective about what you've been doing or your work or your uh, anything, just ask a foreigner. And that's what, that's what uh, you'll, get the best, you'll get the best response because, you know, there's no baggage behind them. They, they don't have any favorites. You know, they're very, uh, they don't know you really well. They just follow the news or they just follow the current events and they'll give you a clear perspective. And that's what I'm doing, you know. I'm not where I am, uh, was born right now. At least right now, I'm not where I was born because I wanted that out of, out of, uh, out of the box perspective about what I've been doing and what I'm And that's really refreshing. Believe me, it helps you learn so much. Uh, so always, if you get an opportunity, do that. That's what I feel, man. I feel that way. I may be wrong. I may be absolutely wrong. So uh, don't take me for my word. And if you think I'm wrong, you need to write to me. Hey, man, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to change. Just write to me at justanobodypodcast.gmail.com. That's my email address. Or you can write to me. Um, I've, I've been receiving a few direct messages, but... Uh, some of them don't really make sense. Like, you know, what are you talking about? Kind of thing. But my Twitter handle is at M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. That's my Twitter handle. So you can write to me there as well. Um, who emails these days? No one emails, right? It's more DMs, basically. So uh, direct messages, right? So uh, do that. Don't forget. And don't forget, you know. The queen must be singing this. <laughs> you are my fire, the one desire, believe. Let me play it. Yeah. Apart can't reach to your heart when you say that I want it that way. Tell me why it's nothing but a heartache, it's nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never wanted you. You say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it that way My, your fire, your one desire Yes, I know it's too late Cause I want it that way Tell me why in nothing but a was I yelling? I hope I wasn't yelling. But anyway, uh, thank you so much.
much for listening, guys. I really love you guys. You few of y'all, okay? I know you're a few of y'all, but come on, you know, a small audience is a good audience, right? To start off. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Love you so much. Don't forget to write me, DM me, or whatever you can do. And uh, wow, 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 wow. Bye for now. Bye, 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 bye.